Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. It is our two Fridays, November 3rd, and we have Harley Schlanger from Berlin from the LaRouche Foundation. Main websites, and there's two of them, is LaRouche, L-A-R-O-U-C-H-E-P-A-C.com, which is, of course, the main news site. The other one is the EIR, Executive Intelligence Review, which is LaRouche, L-A-R-O-U-C-H-E-P-U-B.com. And Harley, you have some major stories to cover today dealing with uh, the, the Mueller indictments of Manafort and Papadopoulos, and also the latest on Donna Brazil and the DNC, the attacks basically against the Clinton takeover of the DNC and the collaboration of uh, her functionaries that were there at the time that are tied back to this crazy dossier that uh, shows Hillary Clinton doesn't need to just wear orange. If she's actually charged for treason regarding the uh, Uranium One deal, she very well could be under proper circumstances, which probably aren't going to happen. She would probably be executed in any other country. So at the very least, she's going to probably wear orange for the rest of her days and hopefully not have any more interviews or book deals in the future. So Harley, go ahead. You're all set. For a second, I think maybe we lost Harley. Let's, let's see. Harley, are you there? Let's reconnect with Harley. Uh, of course, we're connected by Skype all the way to Berlin, so hopefully our board op um, will get that all straight away. I want to mention a couple things. Firstly, Donna Brazil's revelations are quite amazing. She's got a book going on herself about how Hillary Clinton took over the DNC with money and then kind of redistributed the money to support her campaign and do all these things, including the illegal activity of the uh, dossier which is a complete scam contracting a British agent to actually pull up and create out of thin air all this, these lies which are acted upon by Comey to start the investigations, including the Kurt Mueller investigations that have snared Mr. Manafort for parking his money overseas, which, by the way, at the least you could do with this would be a misdemeanor. The fact that you're trying to make a big deal out of it, I'm not sure why Mueller thinks he's going to be able to squeeze Manafort enough to be able to get false information 
to charge Trump, but the game is over. And as far as I'm concerned, these last spasms of uh, Mueller and Papadopoulos uh, being uh, prosecuted for, quote, lying to the FBI and Manafort being prosecuted by Mueller, this should be pretty well the end of his investigations. After seven months, we, okay, Harley, you're back. Let's let's get into these topics. Yes, you can hear me? Yeah, I can. You're, you're good. Okay. Well, look, the, what you were just saying about this being an, an overreach by Mueller, everything was an overreach by Mueller because he was trying to create something that didn't happen. The whole narrative about Russia gate, Russia meddled in the election, that uh, the Russians hacked the Democratic National Committee, that uh, Putin had sexual blackmail material on Trump. This was a fantasy. It was, it was used to cover for the fact that the Trump campaign was promising to destroy the paradigm of the Bush, Obama, and potential Clinton presidencies of a unipolar world, a globalized world, with the United States leading the West to bring down a regime change in Russia and China. Trump said he wasn't going to do that. Trump said that was a mistake. That was a, a, a move toward war. And so from the very beginning, they tried to smear Trump as being under the control of the Russians, under Putin's control, and so on. Now, this Papadopoulos story just shows how desperate they are. You know, here's a guy who has no credentials, who was probably sent in uh, through the Carson campaign. Uh, he, he went to school in London. Most of his career was in London. Uh, so much of this is London-based, the British intelligence operation against Trump. And then what does he claim? He claims he knew a Russian professor who turns out to be from Malta, not Russia that the Russian professor introduced him to Putin's niece, who, who doesn't exist, and he never met Putin's niece, right. uh, that he had contacts with high-level people in the Kremlin, which never happened, that Putin agreed to meet with the Trump people, which never... Uh, certainly Putin wouldn't have talked to him because no one would have known who the hell he is. Right. And the one thing that Mueller has right is the guy is a liar. The charge against him is lying to the FBI. Well, he lied to everybody. The fact that he sent hundreds of emails saying he can set up meetings with Russians ought to have been a, a, a signal that something was wrong there. Now, right. here's the other interesting thing. The two times he brought this up in the presence of this foreign policy committee, advisory committee, he was shot down by one, Jeff Sessions, and two, Paul Manafort. Both said, we're not doing that. So... What does this show? It shows how weak the Mueller case is. So then, what's the other side of it? The indictment of Manafort and Rick Gates. And why is he doing that? There are two reasons. One is, Manafort is specifically hated by this establishment because he was working for the Party of the Regions and Viktor Yanukovych, who was overthrown by a Hillary Clinton neocon British NATO operation in Ukraine. And you're, talking about, you're, talking about the, you're talking about Poroshenko, who's actually, they call him the chocolate king, but he actually is a prostitution and the drug lord king of Eastern Europe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and so and he's he was basically put in, power. A, put in power by Hillary Clinton and her functionaries yeah. in the State Department, right? Yeah, exactly. Victoria Nuland, George right. Soros, and, and British intelligence and Obama. Now, the point here is that Manafort was paid a lot of money 
as an advisor to Yanukovych and his party. He right. was not paid to lobby in the United States, so the idea that he was an unregistered lobbyist is false. He wasn't lobbying in the United States for Ukraine. Secondly, if someone works in Europe makes money and then sends it to their bank in the United States, that's not money laundering. And the attempt to prove that as a, as a charge uh, won't work. But, but what are they really trying to do? They're threatening Manafort. They have him under house arrest. They're asking for a $10 million bail. They're threatening to bring his wife in, saying that she must have been part of the conspiracy. So right. some of the clothes that Manafort bought were for her. Right. Uh, and they're also threatening to bring one of his daughters in. This is a typical drug mafia kingpin strategy of bullying, of threatening. And why are they doing this? Because they want Manafort to make up a story about Trump and Russian collusion. Well, this is the typical stuff you see in, the, in banana republics and the former Soviet Union. This is not normal stuff, is it? No, and, and I, I was speaking with a, a, a friend of mine last night who was a former partner of Manafort. He said Manafort is a man of honor. He will not turn state's evidence. He will not bear false witness. Right. He'll fight this. He, now, he the can't even create, has, but not only bear false witness, he can't create witness that can be backed up by anything. So why would he try to lie and create evidence that the that Mueller wants? And I'll tell you why Mueller's doing it, because he's directly responsible for Uranium One, which is the biggest scandal in probably a century. So Mueller is directly in the crosshairs of this Uranium One mess, isn't he? Well, the Uranium One mess is one thing, but it, it's bigger than that. Look, Mueller covered up for the BCCI affair. Right. Uh, Mueller right. covered up for the, the Saudi role in international terrorism. Mueller worked with the NSA to establish the surveillance state in the United States. Mueller's first big crime, and maybe he committed crimes before this, but the first big crime I know of is he worked against Ronald Reagan's choice of Lyndon LaRouche, to meet and discuss with the Russians the Strategic Defense Initiative in 1982-83. Mueller was the head of the Get LaRouche Task Force. Right, he's probably responsible why LaRouche ended up in prison, is what Mueller was yeah. involved with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And for what reason? Because the British told the FBI that LaRouche is an influence agent or a dupe of the, the Soviet Union. And the FBI has to go out and prove it. Now, of course, they couldn't prove it because there was no evidence that LaRouche ever got money from the Russians, that he ever uh, was working for the Russians. There's no evidence of that. So what they did is they concocted a tax charge, and that's how LaRouche ended up in prison. Right. So Miller is a, is a galactic-level criminal on the level of, you know, Trilogy of the Rings, you know, Saruman the Magnificent. And yet he tries to pretend he's slowly white and he's such an honorable prosecutor, former FBI director, he's a monster. The answer. Welcome back, and Harley, please continue on this dialogue, because I really think people don't understand. The British Empire mutated. It became kind of a chameleon after World War II, and it used the uh, development of the United Nations and the intel agencies collaborating with each other, like Five Eyes, to have functionaries like Mueller 
that not only covered up 9-11, but also did the BCCI scandal, Uranium One scandal, and many others, this monster is going to be attacked. And I think Sessions right now is unbelievably timid because he's recruited himself several times. But I guarantee you that Trump, by the new year, if Sessions doesn't get off the stick and start to do something over all these multiple issues that Trump has been tweeting on, that why has Hillary, Obama, uh, Mueller, Rosenstein, Uranium One, etc., 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 not being looked at. And I guarantee you that the Sessions, if he doesn't get off the stick, will get fired by January. And there will be a new Attorney General that will proceed and file investigations with an independent counsel to take Mueller and Rosenstein down. And to me, this is a last spasm of the Mueller investigations. This is the end of the road, isn't it? Well, I, I think we've got to go to a higher level, because all of what you just said is true. And uh, under ordinary circumstances, these would be big scandals, really big scandals. But the problem is that people have been dulled to this by the media. People generally know that they don't like being bombarded with this Russian story. But right. they don't know the difference. They don't know what to say. Now, here's what, what I was telling you on the break, what Trump really has to do is he's got to deliver on his campaign promises. The two most important ones are peace and prosperity. His trip to, to Asia this week is extremely important. He's going to be meeting with a number of Asian leaders, and the media is trying to ramp it up into a, he's got to be tough with everyone on North Korea. I'm sure he'll have some things to say on North Korea, but the most important thing is the meeting with Xi Jinping for the United States to establish more direct cooperation with China on the Silk Road. And Trump is bringing with him over 200 corporate executives, mostly in construction, in uh, machine tools, and heavy industry. Uh, the, the CEO of Caterpillar just came back from China and said, look, I just saw the future. China is moving in a good direction, and there's room for us to work with them. So if Trump does that, that's a step toward uh, peace and prosperity in one, one gulp. Now, he's also probably going to meet with Putin to continue the discussion with Russia and the collaboration with Russia. If he does those two things to show that he's not scared of Mueller, that he's not scared of this Russiagate thing, he's going to do the job he was elected to do, and if the Republicans and Democrats won't work with him, then they'll pay for it at the polls next year, just oh, yeah. the way Luther Strange mm -hmm. did. So right. Trump has to stay focused, and he's got to stick with his, his message on this. Well, what, now, what Trump is doing, and you've pointed out before, this attack against Lyndon was particularly by Mueller years ago. In fact, he's probably one of the main reasons why the tax attack was placed against, uh, <clears throat> uh, against uh, Lyndon LaRouche years ago, put him in prison, because he wanted policies. He wasn't being swayed or paid off by the Russians. He had the wisdom enough to realize that the multilateral world with the <clears throat> Europe and America on a platform where we're dialoguing with Russia and China and creating a stable world that's not going to prevent war and stabilize the ecosystem against uh, a mini ice age that is happening right now. By 2019, it'll be completely evident that it's happening with these gyrations of temperature and climate. And as the northern latitudes move further south, these superstorms are being generated. We need to be able to move them away from the coastal areas. But the fact is, stabilizing our business dealings, uh, stabilizing the planet against incoming space objects like an Apophis 
super asteroid that's about to pass uh, the Earth in 12 years in a couple months, the fall of uh, 2029, people don't understand that collaboration with advanced countries like China and Russia and and a new refurbished Europe is the only solution for survival of the human race. We have to work together. Well, you know know who understood that was Ronald Reagan. That's why Reagan liked LaRouche's proposal enough to have Judge Clark swear LaRouche in to function as a, a... Part of the National Security Council. I talked to a four star general, July 10th, 1994, who sat between Gorbachev and Reagan when the, the Star Wars system was announced, which of course was tied directly back to LaRouche, who was one of the chief cheer, uh, cheerleaders for it. And <clears throat> this four star general said he agreed that a sharing a missile defense system would be a good idea which was what all the nations of the world need. They don't need to just stop proliferation by independently trying to block business like to North Korea. We need a missile defense system so no nation can be struck by a missile with a nuclear, chemical, scalar, or biological weapon. But also, to share it, to share it with other countries, to show exactly. that we don't intend to use it for offensive purposes. The Russia exactly. is not just the cheerleader for this bill. He was one of the designers of it, working with right. people like Lowell Wood, a, a whole generation right, of younger scientists who came from Edward Teller's group. Well, that's why I want to point out that Mueller is a monster of the of this whole scheme called the PNAC, a Project for the New American Century, which is behind George Bush uh, uh, Jr. and his brother, who tried to become president, was so angry and spent so much money in Florida with attack ads against uh, Donald Trump. Just in Florida, I think he spent, I don't know how many millions of dollars. The reason why is because there are these British intel agents and their functions in America that are globalists like George Bush Sr. and George Bush Jr. and his brother and all these, and Bill Clinton, etc. These monsters don't care about a sovereign America. They don't want a strong America with strong borders. They want cultural, uh, you know, we call, uh, cultural, uh, we call Marxism to destroy the borders and the control in the EU. Well, sequestration well, of the military is to make sure that we're flaccid. You know? Let me, men- let me mention this, this question of PNAC, because it's important, the Project for a New American Century. Right. This was a gang that grew out of the merger, in a sense, of the Kissinger-Brzezinski wings of the two parties, who basically came up with this idea that uh, the end of the Cold War would mean instead of a multipolar world the only way for it to be stable would be for the the US and its immediate allies in particular Britain and Israel to impose control over the world not just militarily but economically the EU, the European Union was a part of this the idea being that you can't trust nation states because they'll, they'll focus too much on their own interests and therefore you need a body higher than nation states to make sure that there's peace and prosperity. That's crap. The whole point of a nation state is to take care of its people, not necessarily at odds with other countries. In fact, the nation states that are most successful, like America when it works, is a generous nation that works with other countries, that acts for the interests of the other. Right. In fact, that's the reason why they want to do business with America, when business does business fairly, so it's a win-win situation, which is why Xi can work with, with President Trump. Well, and what PNAC said is that you can't trust any other country. You can only trust the American elites. And wow. so their idea is that the same as the Knights of the Round Table from the 1900s in Britain. Right. Amazing. But you need this elite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Now, this is the, uh, the, the, the underlying evil that they're doing right in their own eyes as to why uh, people like Mueller uh, attacks Manafort and Papadopoulos and thinks he's going to get at Trump. That's why. to the Second World War, and I'd like you to expand on this. Uh, if you want a stable world, you have to have people that act honestly and act based on the previous agreements that they made after the Second World War, between the, even after the fall of the Soviet Union. Right now we have anti-missile systems parked on the Polish-Russian border. Our attitude toward Ukraine, I remember uh, it was the functionary of the State Department working with Hillary Clinton that said we spent, I think, was it $5 billion over... Yeah, $5 billion. It was Victoria yeah. Newland. Newland. Who's trying to... Go ahead. Victoria Newland's husband, Robert Kagan, is one of the authors of the original PNAC doctrine. Right. So this is the hardcore neocons. But let me just develop one other point here, which is important. When you talk about eastern Ukraine... They're ethnic Russians, but they're also ethnic Poles and ethnic Romanians in Ukraine right. who remember the last time hardcore Ukrainian militant nationalists took over that country. It was when they had a uh, Ukrainian SS unit working with the Nazis who were exterminating Jews, Poles, Russians, and Romanians, right. ethnic Romanians in Ukraine. Right. And so when the coup took place in February 2014 that put Poroshenko in power, eventually Poroshenko came to power, the defense and security sectors of the Ukrainian government were run by people who traced their, their origins directly to Stefan Bandera, who was the Ukrainian collaborator with the Nazi SS in World War II. And they marched with swastika type symbols on their uniforms uh, and for the Russians who lost 25 to 30 million people in World War II to see a resurgence of Nazism in Ukraine is horrifying right. now why wasn't Obama horrified by it because Obama put the Nazis in power right and this is what people have to understand. You talk about Poroshenko. Because the Nazis literally marched into power when Poroshenko was put into power Poroshenko Ill illegally. Poroshenko sort of a, he, he's somewhat of a financial guardian of these people. But you have groups like the Pravi Sector, the right sector in, in Ukraine, which admires, openly talks with their young people about admiration for Hitler, ethnic right. cleansing of Ukraine, and so on. So... The West tried to make Putin the villain by saying Russia is sending troops in to defend the ethnic Russians in eastern Ukraine. They invaded Crimea. They didn't invade Crimea. They had troops there already by the agreement that was reached when, uh, in 1956 when Crimea was given to Ukraine. But there was a referendum. There was a vote in Crimea. There was not a Russian military takeover. Right. But all of this was designed as part well, of the PNAC Clinton neocon strategy for regime change in Russia. Right, well, but the majority and, of the population in Crimea were Russian anyway. And, and in fact, if you look at the old capital of the former Russia, it was Kiev. So the fact that yeah. Crimea, Crimea goes right back to the, you know, the March of the Light Brigade and so on. People, you need to know some history here. 
And the fact is that, and I know this from my military personnel that I've been taking care of for decades, for almost five decades now, that the Ukrainian Nazis were worse than the Nazis in Germany or Austria. They were the nastiest bunch of SOBs on the planet. And the way they treated their people, including Romanians and gypsies, and other groups, not just Jews, and working them to death and, and, and executing and them. Russians. And, and Russians. And Russians. And a lot of Russians die at the hands of these Ukrainian Nazis. People don't know that, do they? No, and so what you have is the, the deliberate provocation of Russia. And look, if Putin wanted to fight the Ukrainian army, that, that would last about five days. Right. We, we've seen... Something interesting that's emerged, and, and Americans don't understand this because we're so enamored with our own military, which has been ground up and worn down. Uh, we may have some very sophisticated weapons, but so do the Russians. But the Russians have been fighting for a real cause. They've been fighting to destroy terrorism. The right. American forces that are deployed in these terror wars don't know who they're supporting. They don't know who the enemy is. And meanwhile, the CIA continues to arm Al-Qaeda and, and ISIS. And, and fly them so, out of the cities that collapse after we attack them. You know, yeah. And the Russians prove the evidence in videos, and people don't believe that the RTTV and the video clips that are not doctored are telling the truth. I've talked to an Israeli anesthesiologist eight months ago, who's a dual American citizen, We told his parents I was taking care of an ISIS fighter in Tel Aviv, they said, get the hell out of there. Leave Israel. And the policies, unfortunately, are not even agreed upon by the Mossad, who say, what the heck is, is Netanyahu doing and Lieberman supporting ISIS and Al-Qaeda and supporting, just like our CIA, supporting with John McInsane doing selfies in a town near Oman in 2011, training with these son of bitches. Netanyahu has always been, in that sense, a, a British agent. He's a CFR member. Anything, he's been forever. I mean, the CFR. Anything that he, anything that he can do, he's worse than CFR. He goes back to a man named Vladimir Jabotinsky. Jabotinsky was the hardcore right-wing Zionist movement in World War II that wanted to support Hitler. Jabotinsky right. wrote to Hitler saying, if you drop your anti-Semitism, we'll support you. Now, David Ben-Gurion, the, one of the founding fathers of Israel, referred to him as Vladimir Hitler. Jabotinsky's American secretary uh, was Netanyahu's father. Oh, my. See, people don't and understand that Bernie Shamish, who's a Jew from Winnipeg, Manitoba, who fought in the early 80s with the, with the Israeli army, said straight up that the labor Zionists were in total league with the Nazis. People don't know that, do they? Well, and it was actually the Herut, which is the right-wingers, who were the ones who told Hitler they wanted to work with him. Right. The labor people, to the extent they worked with Hitler, were trying to get Jews out of Germany. Right, so but they didn't, want, they didn't want religious Jews out. They just want the atheistic Jews, who were parts of the labor Zionist movement, to move to the new land, and they want the rest of them to end up in labor and, and you know, death camps, basically. Well, you start with that primarily. Now, what you're dealing with today is that you have this British-Israeli-Washington uh, alliance, which continues to support, for geopolitical reasons, the uh, terrorists in the Middle East. Netanyahu's goal is to, to divide and conquer, get all these countries to fight each other. And the Israelis are continuing now to, to bomb Syria and threaten Syria. But to go back to the, the broader picture here, 
what the Chinese have, have done, what they've started doing with their offer of, of uh, new Silk Road technology, trade, they went to Ukraine. The Chinese have gone to Ukraine and said, if you stop this nonsense in eastern Ukraine, if you stop bombing them, give them autonomy as you agreed to at the Minsk talks, if you right. do that, we can bring trains, high-speed rail through Ukraine to make you a transshipment center which is the best way for Ukraine to grow as opposed to the austerity that's being pushed on them by the European Union. Right. So the win-win idea that will be presented to Trump when he's in China is the way out of virtually every single one of these seemingly uh, stalemated situations, including North Korea. Right. And by so the way, I, I at some point in the future, a symbol of this will be able to get on a train in Ireland with the with a, a causeway running from Ireland to, to northern Scotland and be able to take that train all the way across Europe, all the way across the Trans-Siberian Highway, all the way across the uh, Alaskan Aleutian Islands to Alaska and all the way from there and land up and have champagne in New York City or in Nova Scotia or, or, or <clears throat> at the southern tip of Chile. Because right, so in other words, the, yeah, exactly, the southern tip of Chile. Yeah. So in other words... The All the major railroad. continents are joined. The only thing that would be separate would be Australia and New Zealand. Beyond that, the major continental population zones of the world would be all connected by high-speed rail. And besides the high-speed rail, they'll be connected by cultural exchanges and by uh, uh, scientific advances and, and classical cultures from different countries where people will share their heritage. <clears throat> And right. be proud of that, and, and you know, it's what Mrs. LaRouche always talks about is this idea of new paradigm, and that's what we have to fight for. The E paradigm is what? If you can summarize it, just thirty seconds. The new paradigm is the end of geopolitics, where each country acts in its own interests by acting for the benefit of the other. Isn't that amazing? That sounds like it's right out of the Bible, doesn't it? Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a minute. Former member of the of the I think he was in the CIA, wasn't he? National Security Na Agency. NSA, NSA. He was the coordinator, the original coordinator and chief uh, innovator uh, in various aspects of, of internet surveillance and other things. But what he was—he's one of these guys who was concerned that people like Clapper and Brennan right. would, or or Mueller and Comey would use the developments of, of surveillance technology to spy on everyone. So Which is what they're doing. Which is what they're doing, right? Well, he developed a system that, that actually, this new movie called The Good American by Oliver Stone about Binney, shows that Binney, had Binney's uh, model been used, then we would have been tracking terrorists very effectively without collecting metadata from everyone. Right. But not only was Binney rejected because they wanted the bigger system and the more money system for the private contractors and others, 
But when Binney protested and became a whistleblower, he was hounded out of government. He was threatened. Uh, I don't remember whether he was ever convicted. I think he was convicted, but I don't think yeah. he served time. And, and now, if Binney's system of using the metadata properly would not have invaded American privacy, but also would have allowed metadata so that we would have picked up people like this terrorist in New York City and other terrorists that have happened in America... It would allow us to identify Sarnia the data. Brothers and others. Sarnia yeah. Brothers. They've been watching for years. I mean, they, they, the thing is, we also need Congress to declare war against radical Islamic terrorism. Then, well, and this is the thing, is we could de-radicalize Islam, and reasonable Muslims in America would become a different kind of Islam. Just like the Catholic Church during the Middle Ages, people have known this for a thousand years, killed 120 plus million people under the so-called Catholic Church. It would de-radicalize Islam, and it could start in America and spread around the world. If we help those Muslims, don't worry, they're not going to have a fatwa on their head if they disagree with the imam or their so-called confreres in their mosque. And if someone's radicalizing their kids and they come home and say, hey, mom, I want to become a physical bomb and kill other Americans, we need to have a way of taking care of this so it doesn't blow up. And we're not. And what we're doing is letting our first-generation Muslims be radicalized in our own country by these imams and by the Internet, etc., and Biddy came up with a plan to do it without invading our privacy and without abusing Americans, right? Well, let me mention a couple things about Bill Binney. Uh, he was one of the co-founders with Ray McGovern of the Veteran Intelligence Professionals for Sanity, the so-called VIPs. And they came out in 2003 and exposed the fraud of the weapons of mass destruction operation. They've issued something like 48 open letters, uh, constantly showing where the deep state is functioning to take America toward more wars, more chaos, more surveillance. Now, Binney and McGovern both spoke at a recent event in New York City sponsored by my organization, the Schiller Institute and LaRouche Pack. And if people want to see it, it's up on the LaRouchePack.com website. But you'll see here are people who are dedicated professionals who are hounded out of their positions because they wouldn't go along with the Clappers and the Brennans. Now, the importance of, of this is that the most recent memo put out by the VIPs showed why it was not possible that the emails that were provided to WikiLeaks came from hacking. Instead, they came from an inside job, from a, a download. Right. And they had a very highly uh, uh, complex and technical explanation for it but it basically the this more simple one that Benny said is look the NSA if there were a hack of that magnitude going on the NSA would pick it up in a minute right if, or, if all or the more Russia likely a millisecond story, or, or a picosecond how's that yeah if all the, the Russia meddling story were true the NSA would have reams of data to show it oh yeah the, the Russians are not that sophisticated they, no. they could do it without being detected. And if they were that sophisticated, why would they leave Cyrillic coding in the... The, the Cyrillic coding was there for, for media hype to try to make the people believe the BS that the Russians somehow could hack into our voting system or our voting machines, which 7,000 different coding systems, or have well, RTTV try also, to sway the public, which is total BS, right? It's also the role of this company called CrowdStrike, Right. which is part of the Fusion GPS Hillary Clinton DNC. And, and by the way, we should talk for a minute about the 
what's coming out on the Democratic National Committee because it was basically taken over by Hillary Clinton in August 2015 right. when they signed a financial agreement between the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee that the Clinton campaign would pay off some of the immediate debt that the DNC could not cover in return for which she would basically have control over who's named as spokespeople, uh, what the policies will be, how the party will run primaries, oh my. convention. So this means, that, and, and this is from a book written by Donna Brazil, who I know. became the interim uh, chairman of the DNC after Debbie Wasserman Schultz was forced out. Now what she said is that Hillary ran the DNC uh, four months, this takeover occurred four months before she even announced her candidacy. Wow. Now, the, Dem the Democratic National S Committee is supposed to be, by its bylaws, neutral. Now, what, what did the WikiLeaks dump show? They showed that the Democratic Committee was working against Bernie Sanders on, on behalf of Hillary Clinton. Well, I, so I can now tell you, being, having, a, being a Trump supporter that Bernie had been running, it would have been a 50-50 throw-up of whether Bernie would have become president versus Trump. Because he well, came up with concrete, been, it would have been a much yeah. better fight, certainly because Bernie wasn't didn't have what he called the smell test problems with Hillary Clinton, and he had even if he didn't know how to do it, he was going to try to bring in like he does now, talking about Medicare for all or decent uh, salaries and so on. I personally believe in what I call a reverse tax below a certain income rather than raising the minimum wage, but I think that the idea that it isn't a right for all Americans to have health care is disgusting. I think it's well, evil. But to, to stick to the point on this, what Donna Brazil shows right. is that when the Democratic National Committee gave money to uh, uh, Fusion GPS for the dossier against Trump, right. how is it possible that Hillary Clinton, who had taken over the DNC, wouldn't have known that? Which means, Gosh. once again, she lied. Oh, man. And so I don't think she, I know she cannot not lie. The problem is she she may be at the point now with the uh, Freemium One where she isn't just guilty of something where she can wear orange for the rest of her days on a su supermax facility. She may actually be guilty of treason that the sentence requires death. That That's how far this has gone now, isn't it? Well, the important thing is that uh, the Democratic Party, if it's going to survive, is going to have to clean itself up. And, I don't think it's capable of it, just like the, the, the skeleton of the old Republican Party. I think after the 2016 elections, both parties are dead. We have a populist in the Republican Party, but it may be called Republican, but in fact, that well, that's, party... that's what I mean. That's a, that's what I, I mean. think the Democratic Party is completely moribund now, and they have to reinvent themselves, maybe call themselves Democrats or something new, but they're certainly, the, as far as I'm concerned, both parties as they pre-existed before 2016, is dead. Well, they are, and that's, that's absolutely right. But the question is, rather than having 40 new parties, the question is, will people of goodwill and intention come to the fore, whatever well, party it is? I and think that, they'll have to, because, I think, have to because I think the public are, have an IQ uh, range 40 points to 20 points above the so-called public media. And the public are smart enough, even in the Rust Belt states, to realize if you don't care about us and about America first, you're not going to get elected anymore. And I think that the Democrats, if they don't get a leader that decides that the people are first, not Wall Street, etc., they're never going to get in power. And if they can't just say, elect us because you should hate Trump, 
And if Trump succeeds even on the tax thing and tries to bring in pieces of health bill over the next year, especially after 2018 when he gets a 46-point uh, majority in the Senate, game over for the Democrats. They won't get in for a generation. But the issue, the, the, the issue people have to focus on is not so much party, as I know you know, yeah. but the direction of it's, the nation. Exactly, and, which is why even after Trump, if the Republicans that follow either in 2020 or after he's done, don't follow in the similar vein like Lyndon LaRouche and Donald Trump, the Republicans or the populist Republicans, which is what we have now, they'll get destroyed too. Republicans are going to well, put up with this anymore, are we? People should go to LaRouchePack.com to get your news, to get this news, and, and I'll see you next week, Bill. That was it. We covered a lot of stuff today. appreciate it. Yeah. If you can get to your office to send me those links, too, I'll post them up yeah. after the show. Okay. Uh, and we should do some videos sometime. Give me a show. I usually do it before the show, uh, Monday to Friday, or I do it after, which is too late for you, but I can do it on Sunday at an earlier time because I know in Berlin it's quite a bit later in the evening there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you, Harley. And we'll be back in a moment. We're going to have an amazing historian, Gary Richard Arnold, will be on. There's a lot of exposés coming on your radio in just a moment. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritional meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.